Welcome one and all to the Happy Go Moody podcast and get ready because today we drink and talk coffee. Hello everyone. Hello Natalia, my friend. Are you happy or are you moody today? I am so happy today. <laughs> and I what is the reason of all this happiness? Oh, you know, you know, I just drink about half cup of coffee after six days. Not I think it was six days not drinking coffee. So, so you have a little let's talk about yeah, that. You had a, <laughs> a little period of coffee abstinence. And why is that? Why did you decide to cut coffee? Well, first of all, let me tell you that I'm happy we're doing this today because if you're doing this yesterday, I will be moody and it would not be good. <laughs> uh, but um, on Saturday, I decided to not drink coffee. I skipped coffee because I was busy and I was doing a lot of things. I just didn't feel like it. And at night I had this major headache and I knew it was because I, you know, not having coffee. And then I decided, okay. Maybe I should just skip coffee and cut caffeine from my life. Because the fact that I'm having a symptoms from missing coffee, that's a bad thing. I don't want to be addicted to anything. So that was kind of like a wake-up call. I can't believe I'm having withdrawal symptoms <laughs> because I skipped coffee one day. And then I decided to cut altogether. So that's the reason why, honestly. Oh, so it was simple as that. One day you had a headache and you felt like, I didn't have coffee. And then... That was it. That was that yeah. was interesting. Was, was, yeah, Saturday I, I ran uh, like um, thirteen miles. You know, twelve point eight to be honest uh, miles, almost a half marathon. And then I got back home and I had my breakfast. And normally after my breakfast, I drink coffee. But because I wasn't that pumped from running, you know, and having the breakfast, like I I, I didn't feel like drinking coffee. I just didn't feel like it. And I'm like, maybe it's better even for my run and I'm training, right? Uh, and I was like, maybe it's, run, it's better for my training if I just don't have coffee anymore. Um, bad decision because it wasn't that easy. Let me tell you that. Uh, tell me more <laughs> about it. Tell me more. So how was I? Let me tell you first that back when I was studying breath work, my teachers advised us to cut any psychoactive substance. So I spent two years without drinking coffee and it was the first couple of weeks was hard, but I will tell you, it was quite an interesting experience. It was better than I thought. How was your, like when you first cut the coffee? I mean, you stopped for how many days? Only, only six days, five days now. And but I'm that's, back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard, isn't it? It, it was for six very days. hard. It was very, very hard. And I know it takes... Let me just tell you all, if you're thinking about cutting coffee or cutting caffeine, because that's the problem, right? It's the cutting the caffeine that really affects your body. Um, I, I don't I don't advise to cut cold turkey. And if you read about it, you're going to see everyone says, go, you know, like, slowly get your dose lower every day and uh, just do a moderate. Don't do cold turkey like I did. Uh it was very difficult because I had a I had headaches every single day since day one. And a lot of places are gonna tell you, oh, the headache lasts like two days max, you know, and and then it started getting better. And for me, it, it it got better, but it still it wasn't good. And I do know it takes about nine to ten days. And I thought about experiencing the whole thing, but today I was just like, yeah, 
I did a lot of research in the last couple of days about coffee and the benefits and also pros and cons of coffee. And I'm like, I just not up to it right now because I'm in the middle of so many new things. I'm not going to experience this right now. I can do this another time. But it was a wake up call for me those six days and to see how much effect and, and impact caffeine has on my body, on my mood and my life. And it was just a little shocking because I didn't think it would be that much as it has been. So, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember very clearly when I stopped drinking for those two years. I think the first two weeks I was like you. I had headaches every day and I had low energy, really low energy, and I was in a bad mood. Uh, and I was shocked how much of a dependency it was for me i i think at a time i was drinking like two cups a day and yeah you definitely feel i know you didn't go that far um but by the third week i definitely feel i felt a more cleansed you know like brain so i did not go um, I did cut coffee completely, but I started drinking uh, yogi tea, which is pretty much chai. You know, it's like a South Asian drink and it's full of antioxidants, uh, but it also gives you a, a little boost of energy. So I think that helped me. I'll bring, I'll, I'll make my own chai and put a little milk in it. Yeah, I was reading that if you stop coffee, you can always like switch to green tea first because it does have mm -hmm. caffeine on green tea, right? Or matcha or 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 uh, black tea or any of those teas that have caffeine. So it's a little less caffeine and then slowly you can decrease until you totally cut it. It's not what I did, um, but but I think it's important to mention here for all of you that if, if you don't know that, but caffeine is the psychoactive drug most consumed in the whole world. So it's very common, right? And if you look statistically, like around the world is about 80 to 90% of adults consume caffeine. And caffeine is not only in coffee, as we said, it's tea, energy drinks, medicine, even Tylenol has caffeine. And it, I, I don't think it's, I, I was reading and I decided to stop because I thought it may be doing something bad, you know, like I don't want to be addicted to anything. I don't want to be, not addicted because they say caffeine is really not an addiction, right? But I don't want to be dependent on it to be happy or to not be sleepy. And that's why I was like, ah, maybe I should cut it. Um, but then I, I do maybe one day you're gonna go there and really cut it and try to go a year or so. I did go two years without coffee as well in my oh, life without did. caffeine actually. Yeah, when I was pregnant and breastfeeding. Ah. But but here is the deal. I, I found I was pregnant and I, I cut coffee and I was going through so much with my body with the pregnancy. I can't tell what was pregnancy, what was withdrawal. You know, I, I can't tell uh, what was the effect of coffee because of the pregnancy. So you so, didn't have a comfortable pregnancy? I did not, did not, no. Uh, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I had hard. a lot of issues during the pregnancy. So I, I had a lot of headaches throughout my entire pregnancy too. And I don't think it's all linked to caffeine. So uh, migraine and stuff like that. So it's, it's hard to say. Interesting, interesting. I think that's another experience. I never thought of that, right? Because I've never been pregnant. So I never thought of people who actually need to cut coffee for pregnancy or maybe a health condition, right? That's very different than just like, I don't want to consume it anymore. 
It's just like you have, yeah, but a pre pregnant woman, a lot of pregnant women drink coffee and it is, it's, uh, it's said to be safe. I was just one of those freaky pregnant ladies that I don't want to take any risk, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me just cut it. <laughs> uh, but I do know pregnant people that do drink one coffee. Uh, I, my mom drank coffee when she was pregnant with me and I'm super healthy and I'm fine. Um, some so, something yeah. different that, <laughs> yeah so i'm just kidding uh, i think i'm fine no but i'm just saying i i also think we have to be careful right because a lot of people like judge pregnant people that are drinking coffee and there is nothing wrong with that you can have you just have to have in moderation now one thing that i think is worth mentioning here and i don't know if you you check that is what caffeine actually does to your body and why it keeps you alert um, tell me, I, tell I don't me. know if, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. I <laughs> sure, I sure. <laughs> because I was so into this, you know, this week that I would start reading. I was like, I want to understand what this crap is doing to me and why am I so sleepy and so tired and so moody? Hey, don't call coffee crap, man. Let's have some respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, let me talk uh, drug. Let me. <laughs> what what is this drug doing to my body? Um, but okay, so I thought it was interesting. Maybe you think this is interesting too. Maybe you don't. But um, caffeine, uh, the molecular structure of caffeine is actually very similar to the adenosine structure. And I had no clue what adenosine is, but uh, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> And what it does to your body. Uh, but adenosine is basically released when you break ATP, which is just to summarize as to when you release like energy in your body, right? Adenosine is kind of like stay back there is the is the nucleoside of, you know, the, the ATP. And when it gets released, uh, adenosine actually activate um, some receptors in the cells and it serves to slow down the nerve cell activity. That means um, if adenosine like activates the receptors in your brain or in your heart, in your kidney, it, it helps uh, the heart slow down or the kidney slow down or your brain and say, hey, it's time to go to sleep. It's time to calm down. Let's relax now because you release energy before and I am here to calm you down. That's what adenosine does. And um, what happened when you drink coffee or when you drink caffeine, actually, the caffeine structure, structure being so similar to adenosine, you actually get to these receptors and block adenosines to activate them. So you're not activating the slow down portion. <laughs> and that's why your heart rate doesn't slow down. It gets up, right? It, act it doesn't activate the receptors because it has similar structure. So this is what caffeine does to you. Now, why isn't it not bad? Because you do need adenosine. You do need to fall asleep. It's just... When your body notices that adenosine is not activating the receptors, um, it actually creates new receptors. So that's why you create a caffeine tolerance. So the more coffee you drink, the more your body is going to create new receptors and, you know, to be able to get the adenosine and get activated and calm down and slow down. So the more coffee you're going to need to actually stay awake. But that's, that's kind of like what it does to your body. But there's one other thing that is kind of like uh, interesting about this is when adenosine activates those receptors, you also decrease the dopamine in your body. 
And I know a lot of you probably familiar with dopamine, but dopamine is what it makes you happy, what it makes you motivated, mm -hmm. right? So when adenosine is activating those receptors, you get less happy, not, not that you get less, less happy, but you get more moody. It's just like, it's time to slow down, right? It's not time to get motivated and start doing a bunch of stuff. So when caffeine blocks the adenosine, it actually makes you have the, the dopamine um, like running and that gets you motivated. That's why they say that if you cut coffee, you get moody or you get sometimes depressed. And that's why they say caffeine actually helps in a lot of different disease. So my question was like, is caffeine bad for you? There is a lot of research and a lot of proof that caffeine actually helps in different ways in, in different people, right? So it's not necessarily bad for you. Studies have shown that caffeine actually decreased the chances of uh, Parkinson and Alzheimer's disease. Um, so it, it's not necessarily bad for you for what they have researched so far, right? But there are things we need to pay attention to. Well, I think the health effects of coffee are complex, right? Studies show that coffee is not all good or not all bad. So I think it also, it, it has different effects on different people because we all have different types of bodies with different needs. So for example, you cut coffee and you went a whole week with headaches and all that. Some people does only take, it does only take for some people just a couple of days. For me, it was two weeks. So we are all a little bit different and depending on our goals or what we want, coffee, caffeine can help or it can like harm us. Um, I, I read that uh, from the New England Journal of Medicine, uh, recent studies this year, actually, this was published, have found that drinking several cups of coffee daily, including decaf coffee, could actually lower the risk of dying from heart disease or stroke, which some experts experts attribute to the large amounts of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds in coffee. So it has benefits, right? Like, and what you explain about the dopamine and the receptors being blocked, what is the thing that it's blocked, the caffeine block? Adenosine. Adenosine. Like, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, okay, my, I may have an accent on that word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so forgive us people, we are not scientists and please take everything that we say the grain of salt like do your own research for your own body but we are just trying our best and we consume information we want to pass along because we are so excited to share between us and we want to share with you too but uh yeah so i think you know the effects of coffee in us human beings is it has some complexibilities to it um so did you find anything that's like negative negative on your readings i actually did and of course there is a lot of things everything has to be done with moderation right um sure balance yeah balance is very important but i did find um a lot of information on anxiety so people that suffer from anxiety if you drink a lot of coffee which keeps you awake and motivated no! if you drink too much <laughs> if you drink too much it can worsen anxiety so there are places that say, oh, it's actually good for anxiety, but that's a small amount of coffee. And everywhere that I, I read, it says if you drink too much of it, it can worsen the symptoms. And mm. again, as you said, and let me reinforce here, 
I am not expert on this area. I just did some research and I was excited about researching and looking different. YouTube. There is a lot of YouTube videos out there. You can see how it works, um, what the effect caffeine has in your body, how the caffeine, you know, blocks the receptors. You can all see that um, online. But I think it, it really depends person to person, as you said. And if, for example, what I think is important for us to know is you are, um, you're excited about something and uh, maybe you have like this big presentation, right, to do or big meeting and you're already like all pump up on that. Avoid drinking coffee before because you already have all the pump you need. You don't need to worsen with a cup of coffee, you know, have the coffee after the presentation if you're already ex you know, excited or, 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 yeah. or even anxious yeah. about it. So it's, it's important to know the effects and when the effects also kicked in, a lot of the places say one hour after you drink, you start like feeling the peak of the caffeine, but it also depends people to people. So sometimes you feel the kicking after like 15, 20 minutes, and then you peak like after 40 minutes. So try to learn that for yourself, what it means to you and what it does to you. And then you can know when is the best time to drink it or not drink it, right? Yes, I couldn't express enough. And I, if I could, I'll repeat that every episode that we talk about any health-related concern, like get to know yourself, get to know your body, know your limits. There are things you can consume, but there is a limit of how much you can consume of it. So yes, I have anxiety. I never use common sense too, right? Like if I have anxiety... I have social anxiety, right? So I know that I take medicine for it and everything, but I have a normal life. So if I'm going to a scenario, a scenario that I know I'm highly anxious, no, I'm not going to drink a large cup of coffee with three shots you know, <laughs> before. <laughs> so use your common sense, right? Like if you already feel anxious and caffeine isn't a stimulant, you don't want to stimulate even more your systems. You want to chill and calm down before whatever you're doing that causes you anxiety. So that's always good to know. I, uh, to me, a clear negative, and I think everyone knows that is like the effects on sleep. Uh, you know, it's proven that coffee drinkers in general sleep less than those who don't drink coffee. And there's one little thing that I read it also was published this year in the um, uh, New England Journal of Medicine that the genetics, our genetics seems to seem to play a role in it. Like people who carry generic variants that make them what we know as slow metabolizers, uh, they have a greater reduction in their sleep versus people who are fast metabolizers because when you're metabolizing really slow, uh, the caffeine stays in your system much longer. So if I drink a cup of coffee around 4 p.m. and I'm a slow metabolizer, maybe by the time that I go to bed at 10, 10, 30, I am still a little bit amped up from it. So to me, like in my practical life, I cannot drink coffee after 3 p.m. because I can go to sleep. I'll go to sleep at 1 in the morning. But my husband drinks coffee sometimes at 6 p.m. and you know, he also doesn't go to sleep. No, sometimes he goes. <laughs> no, my husband has a problem, Natalia. You know, Kevin has a problem. Sometimes I'm not even kidding. I am making breakfast. We got up together. I am making breakfast. And you know what he tells me? I'm just going to drink a quick cup of coffee while you make my breakfast. So 
I can stay awake until it's time to <laughs> eat the breakfast. I am not kidding. This week he did that. I'm like, are you kidding? And he's like, no, I'm just too sleepy. If he could, he would drink coffee all day long. I already talked to him about it. And that's the way he likes it. I can't do anything. That was me. I could drink coffee. I would drink coffee. I would drink like. I don't know. In my 20s, I'll drink easily five cups of coffee a day. Oh, but um, that's when we are young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens to us at all. No, I think since... <laughs> yeah, but before... Yeah, even before like the pregnancy, I'll drink a lot of coffee. But after I stopped for pregnancy and breastfeeding, I actually went back and I was more conscious about it. So I would limit it to like two and good days, I'll do three like days of like, okay, today I deserve one more. I'll have three cup of coffee a day, uh, but I, ca I can drink coffee anytime and I can fall asleep. I don't have a problem. Oh, really? Yeah, I never. Oh, I that's so that. good. <laughs> I that's know. So good. good or bad because you don't have any motivator to like, oh, I shouldn't drink a coffee. And I'm like, oh, coffee seems so good. Well, but that's the awareness, right? That's the awareness of it all. No, I cannot do that. I will not go to sleep. And I redo, I used to, in my 20s, of course, I'll just drink black coffee. You know, yeah. I didn't even put milk in my coffee. I didn't drink a latte or anything. It was just pure black coffee, like many times a day. But today, I limit to two cups of coffee. I usually drink a latte and then I put two shots, you know, per cup. But no, I cannot. I have to stop. I stop early my coffee consumption. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. One thing that I thought it was very interesting about the research I did is that they mm. say because there's no research on how much coffee can impact uh, brain development when, you know, when they're kids, uh, they don't really know the impact of coffee on kids, little kids and teenagers. So they don't they don't do tests. Of course, they don't want to like, hey, let's get this kid a lot of coffee and see what happens. I mean, they're not going to do yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, but I, I grew up in the 80s. You did too. And I'm sure, I don't know you, but I drank coffee as a kid and as, as a, a kid, teenager. Yeah. It's like, it's, it was very common. And not only Is me, that my friends a Brazil? too. Is that I, a Brazil thing? I don't know. But if you watch the movie and it's a kid's movie, okay, but I love that movie called Encanto. It's a cartoon from Disney. Um, oh, okay. There is the first song that she's singing. There is a little kid, and she, the kid is like super exciting, asking a lot of questions. Blah 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 blah. And then the main actors look at him and said, "That's why kids should not drink coffee because he's drinking coffee." And I'm like, "That's interesting because that that movie is supposed to be from Colombia, right?" So I wonder if South America maybe you know they they do drink coffee it's a kid. or cultural maybe thing, it's a cultural thing. But I don't know nowadays. I don't know if it's I would say my friends in Brazil do not give coffee to their kids. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. You know, like, I know when I was a kid, it was normal in the 80s. I, I do not know the cultural norm, to be honest with you. So I, I, can't, I can't speak of that. But in my family's house, I drank coffee as early as maybe five years old, my grandma will make, it was just a little bit of coffee with a yeah. lot of milk and some sugar. A lot and of sugar. And I'll have a cup. Yeah, a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Three to five full spoons of sugar. Okay. And I'll drink coffee and I'll dunk my little uh, cookie in it and drink the coffee and pretend I was a grown up. But I enjoy the taste. Oh, I never me too. drank coffee and felt like, ew. So I babysat in New York for years and none of the kids I babysat drink coffee. So <laughs> I, 
that's a, that's a thing in America. I actually, you know, I uh, sometimes I miss my babysitting days, but I had a little boy that I babysat and he was adorable. And sometimes I'll be walking in New York City and we're on the way to the playground and I'll stop at a coffee shop to grab me a to-go cup of coffee. And he would be like, can I have one too? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'll order for him just a cup, a small cup with warm milk, just so he'll hold the yeah. cup of coffee. And then we'll both walk, you know, which one with their cup of coffee. Like his was not real coffee, it was just milk. But I remember he, he really liked it. But I think there's something about the ritual of coffee you know waking up in the morning breakfast is one of my favorite meals of the day same and there's something to me about like making your cup of coffee the way you like in the winter is the warm coffee you know the aroma and and the little smoke from the warmth and you know the first like sip that's like warm and it's a cold weather outside or in the summer it's like the ice and the straw everything has a feeling to it and I don't know. I enjoy like the culture of coffee and uh, we, me and Kevin, we look for good coffee to drink and we go to different coffee shops. I think it's, it's such like a, a pleasure. You know? I know my favorite moment of the year is fall weather when I get to sit like outside when it's a little cold, but not too cold and there is sun outside, you know, and then you sit outside in the coffee yeah. shop and just drink a coffee, enjoying the amazing peaceful weather yeah it's just the moment it's just so nice yes it's a ritual you can get your people watch there's so many amazing coffee shops nowadays like i'm sorry but starbucks dunkin donuts that's i do not like it i know a lot of people i go to those shops when i'm like desperate you know we are on the road trip and that's the only place to stop to have a cup of coffee but there's so many amazing like small businesses like coffee roasters and that make like a delicious cup of coffee and you can always experiment at home too because different cultures have different ways to make coffee like i think the vietnamese coffee they put a little bit of condensed milk oh my god that's so freaking delicious have you ever tried no Oh, it's so good. Of course, it's not a coffee cup that I would drink every day. Yeah, I like the coffee without sugar, so I don't know if I would like that. Iced coffee I drink with sugar, but regular coffee I drink without sugar. Okay, I am a latte drinker, so I like lattes. I like espresso with milk. Yeah, that's Yeah, me. but some places, they make the latte a little bit sweet and some don't, so... I normally ask for like a large, I used to ask for a large latte, three shot of espresso, hot, mm. uh, oat milk or 2% milk, depending on the time of my life. Yeah. And I'll say no sugar added. So they don't put any vanilla extract or anything like that. Oat milk is my favorite. What about those coffees with flavors? Like there's some... I don't, I'm not big on that. I know some people like it, nothing yeah. against it. I just not big I don't on like that. it either. I'm more of a... My mother-in-law called me a purist. I will take as a compliment, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
but look how interesting like uh, now coming from the point of like how pleasurable it is the habit of coffee drinking right so researchers in portugal tested a group of 83 people half of them were given a nice cup of coffee just like the ones we were talking about you know like warm and smoky and the smell and everything and the other half were just given like the caffeine like I don't know exactly how that looks, but they said what was written is that they were giving pure caffeine diluted into hot water, just a little shot. It wasn't a cup of coffee. Uh, they had an MRI scan 30 minutes before drinking and 30 minutes after drinking. Everyone involved had a decrease of activity on the part of the brain that puts people at rest. What you were just talking about, right? What you explained about the brain. So everyone was more alert. Yeah. But the MRI scans show that drinking coffee increased activity in parts of the brain involved in short-term memory, attention, and focus, whereas ingesting caffeine or, or like the shot of caffeine or the cup of coffee. The researchers came to the conclusion in theory, right, that the sight, smell, or taste of coffee may help people feel alert regardless of the caffeine content. And one of the researchers said that the pleasure that is given to an individual that likes coffee in the morning, that actually is part of almost a ritual that really is also important for an individual to feel I'm ready for the day. So the ritual of drinking coffee, it's part of the importance and how it, it will affect our, our reaction overall versus just taking caffeine. You know, if I take a pill with caffeine, it's not going to give me the same result in my brain. I just thought it yeah, was really interesting. Yeah. Oh, I think it's super interesting. It's just that like, okay, I'm getting ready and this is my moment. It's taking the time to prepare yourself for the day, right? That's... That's the ritual of the whole thing. Oh my god, I should, I love coffee. I mean, I had the worst six days of my life. The last six days, I was miserable. I, I don't know. I I don't want to be dependent on it, but yeah, yeah. But listen, from all devices, I think coffee is really not that big of a deal. Not no. that bad, right? Not that bad for the witches out there, like. You know it, coffee, if you're crafting a spell, if you're crafting uh, energetic work and you want that to happen fast, you add coffee grains to it. Everything is related to what it does to our life as individuals. And when I drink coffee, I feel energetic and it happens quite fast, right? Oh my God. Also, coffee helps us poop. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> So let's talk about the poop later. I'm sorry. You had clearly I had too much coffee today. I forgive me, people. I'm jumping all over the place. I'm, I'm but, loving it. Yeah. So when you're crafting an energetic work and you want that work to happen really fast for people, whether it is for your financial life, your love life, if you add coffee in in the physical crafting of that, uh, it helps to speed up the process. Um, but yeah, coffee help us poop. Yeah. You want to talk I, about that? Dude, I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> need I need to, go to now? use the bathroom. For sure. No. <laughs> to a sharp break so Vivian can poop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
No, I know we should go now, but usually I drink coffee in the morning and give me 30 minutes so you're going to find me in the bathroom. I'm sorry. Too much information. I'm sorry, people. I'm drinking coffee That's okay. Right now. Hey, we're happy. That's what matters, okay? And I, I, I don't know. People, some people are very shy to talk about poop. I don't have a problem to talk about poop. Me neither. <laughs> I can talk about poop all day. <laughs> well, but I have to say, no, no, no. Since we talked about poop, let me tell you something. The six days without coffee did not did not impact my my bowel movement, <laughs> which is weird. Now you mentioned, I was like, yeah, I didn't have any impact on it. But maybe you're just a regular person. I am a very regular person. I have like my time and everything is perfect. Never, ha- I never have a problem in that area, thankfully. So yeah, I know people in my family. I'm not gonna tell you names for the privacy. <laughs> Yeah, especially because I'm talking about their poop, <laughs> but <laughs> they will not go out and drink coffee because they don't like using public bathrooms. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. So See, you know, there's that. Problem. I don't have a, a bathroom problem either. I can go anywhere. I can poop anywhere. <laughs> Point me in the direction of a bathroom, I'll poop there. I remember a long time ago, someone created an app. Was it my friends in Brazil? I don't remember, but there was an app out there that you can find bathrooms where you can poop near you <laughs> so, maybe the app still exists i don't know i heard that was i was like hey that's an interesting app right sure i'm sure there are apps that you can find bathrooms around you i don't well, know like well, no not not any bathroom like a good bathroom where you can actually go and poop like a clean decent bathroom not a bathroom i you see go there really. i think that's super useful. That's useful we all poop <laughs> We all poop. There's no... Dude, I've... I'm going to talk about poop now. There is a toad <laughs> that lives in my yard. <laughs> I've been finding like these poops. They're like pure bugs. And I'm I'm puzzled. Like, what is this coming? Like, who is this animal that's pooping bugs? And then I thought it was the squirrels. And then I found out it was from toads. But it's a huge third. Oh, and wow. I like, couldn't believe that it came from a toad. <laughs> Okay, let's stop talking about poop. I'll take a picture and send it to you. (laughs) Can you imagine people are like, oh, let's listen to the podcast, drinking a nice cup of coffee because it's coffee podcast. And then we just always talk about poop. (laughs) (laughs) We always go a little bit off topic, but let's uh, go back about coffee because (laughs) I can't. That's that's enough for poop. I think we should take a break from the poop. going back to coffee i have a thing i don't know if other people out there if you have it let me know we are on instagram facebook you find us and shoot us a message if i see people eating or drinking on tv i want to eat or drink the same thing they are and a lot of people (laughs) have coffee on tv and i remember watching gilmore girls and they're always drinking coffee dude i drank so much coffee while i was watching gilmore girls <laughs> every time there i'll see them with a cup of coffee i'm like oh a cup of coffee will sound so good right now I, I don't know i have a problem because a cup of coffee sounds so good the most time of my day like the most the whole day i could have a coffee yeah all the time i am a person that i'm always eating i don't eat like big portion for lunch or for dinner i'm just always snacking something right and just a coffee sounds so good yeah with, it's like... the perfect companion for us now yeah. yeah i could eat it you know one thing that i love uh chocolate 
with coffee. Dark chocolate. Oh, it's so good. Pretzels with coffee. Spoons of Nutella with coffee. <laughs> Ooh, Nutella. Get, grab a little spoon of Nutella with coffee. Oh, no, not yeah. little. Grab That's a big yummy. spoon, yeah. Okay, calm down. Okay. We're talking about coffee. <laughs> it's not Nutella with a little bit of coffee. It's coffee with a little bit of Nutella. Gosh, and my coffee's over now, and I'm, I really wish I had some more. We should have it done this this now <laughs> what type of coffee are you drinking a latte today? but only one shot one shot of espresso only one yeah. you're going back easy well yeah i don't want to like overwhelm my body i don't want my body's like what the heck is she doing she stopped with that and now she's back can you decide <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, your your body sounds very upset. <laughs> my body is stressed out. <laughs> let's let's talk about this. Like uh, we said, you have to listen to your body, especially when it comes to coffee, right? And and what is the the right amount for you? When is the right moment for you to drink it? Um, and a lot of people say, listen to your body. I have to say something about this. Listen to your body. <gasps> Tell me, what is it? If I listen to my body, I'll sit down and watch Netflix and drink coffee all day long. So I can't really listen to my body all the time. <laughs> so my body just wanna chill and watch TV the whole day, okay? My mind doesn't. My mind is like, let's run a marathon. Let's, let's do this and let's do this project and let's volunteer everywhere. So maybe you're overworking yourself. My mind is like, hey, let's run now five miles. Yeah, yeah. My body's like, no way. You stay home. <laughs> Maybe you need to work on that. This connection, this conversation between your mind and your body right now is just letting me know that there is like, like you said, there's a disco. They don't agree and they're fighting. But I feel like when I say listen to your body, it's different than what you're saying. To me, my body is part of my, my mind is part of my body, right? And then there are things that like some days I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay down and watch Netflix and drink coffee, like you said. But then I, it makes me question like, so what have I been doing that that's what I feel like today? Because sometimes it's okay to do nothing, right? And that's what your body needs. So I just, when people say listen to your body, I like to say I listen to your body and your mind combine and decide what is best. Because for me, they are not the same, the same thing. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's like it's like the last six days. Yeah, my body was saying, "Please give me caffeine. You have, I'm gonna give you a headache. Give me caffeine." And my mind was like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah. Let's cut this shit up." Because sometimes our body is asking for things not because it needs, but it's out of like the habit of having that at the same day at the same time. So it's just get like let's change instead of listening to your body. It's like get to know yourself. That's right. Get to know yourself. And what is your goal now that you know this and that about you? I, you know that if you stop drinking coffee and you're still craving like crazy and have having headaches, what do you want to do with that? Do you want to give in to it, which is fine if that's what you decide, or do you want to try it out and see how it feels? I love these experiments to see like how I feel, you know, how do I react to like, I'm going to cut sugar. How do I react? I go insane. Yes. So I eat sugar every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the thought of let's cut sugar is already insane for itself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I am pro I had cut sugar in the past. Yeah. I, I done. I love those experiences too. I done a lot of them in the past. And uh, 
wasn't the right time for the coffee experiment. I'll go back to it later. Uh, I'm curious to see how I'm gonna feel after like two, three weeks without coffee, but I, it's, now is not the moment. Yeah, maybe when you do that, we'll revisit the coffee topic. But for now, that's it, people. That's our coffee episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spending time with us and have a good day.